Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Lee Cantor here, another episode of ATDC Radio, and we got with us today the good folks from Bot Doc, and I got to kick it off with Carl Folk. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having us. Well, Carl, um, tell us a little bit about BotDoc. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so we're uh, a lot of our clients call us secure FedEx of data. Um, so a lot of the consumers out there will will understand the pain of uh, either applying for a mortgage, uh, a new account, uh, even dealing with on the medical side, uh, being asked to create an account, log into things, even use things like secure email. Some some companies are still using fax. Um, a lot of those are mandated because they're secure. Um, there's not a good way to get things to a consumer or from a consumer. Uh, we've just kind of defrictioned or defrictioned that entire transaction. So it's the ability to transport sensitive documents and data with end-to-end encryption without things like pins, passwords, logins, accounts, apps, or software that download. So the customer probably likes this a lot. They do, <laughs> right? Yeah, because uh, I can't tell you how many times in our our weekly personal experience. We actually talk about this in the office all the time. We're like, Hey, you're not going to believe this, right? I was dealing with like Jonathan recently was dealing with some, uh, healthcare, uh, insurance issues and, and it was literally facts. And, uh, I remember us laughing saying, Oh my gosh, this organization needs our technology built into their platform. And they, and they think that that's more secure to have a fax just sitting on a fax machine until somebody picks it up well yeah so tracy will tell you he's got 20 years in healthcare. his goal is to eliminate the fax right so that's 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 tracy's uh motivation to do all right so this. why don't you introduce the the crew that you got with you today yeah so tracy fox is here uh, yeah yeah tracy fox welcome uh, yeah thank you thanks for having us um yeah entrepreneur serial entrepreneur at that had several businesses over the years mainly all in healthcare, as carl mentioned but um Kind of cleared my plate in 15 and and then uh, was sitting on a VC panel and Carl came through raising for uh, a pre-A round and, and I, a lot of the guys in the room got super excited and I go, why are you so excited? Because I'm not a technical guy and and uh, the more they told me, the more I got excited. So I uh, came on board and man, we've had, a, we've had a fun run thus far. So Tracy's our chief revenue officer. So he's our he's the sales guy. He's he's the sales guy beating the beating the streets and coming up with our strategy. So and then who else do you have? Uh, we also have Jonathan Steenland here. He's our chief innovation security officer. Yeah. Hey everybody. Uh, I was with Fujitsu for about fifteen years. Uh, started off uh, um, in the Army and DoD. Been doing cybersecurity for most of my career. Um, uh, large companies and entrepreneurs, et cetera, uh, was exposed to the bot doc moment about a year and a half ago and uh, um, was just blown away by the simplicity on the front end and all the applications um, uh, that could just make uh, people's lives easier, um, but uh, not to mistake the complexity on the back end that it takes to pull this off. So um, glad to be on board and uh with you guys and now and, carl talk about how this kind of the idea happened and and how you got to where you are right now yeah so uh it bot doc was actually inadvertently invented we were uh we were building a loan platform during the crash for defaulted mortgage servicers to better deal with uh the onslaught of default and and to make the communication and engagement between the defaulted consumer and their 
their bank much right. better, right? Because that's where a lot of the friction is, and the better that experience, the 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 more homeowners that would be helped through that mm-hmm. process. And in doing so, our clients came back and they said, "Hey, that we love this, we like it. Um, we also have a requirement: we need to collect and send sensitive documents to our consumer." And they said, "But here's our problem: we're suing them." Right. So, so, so they won't talk to us, right? So, so then they said, this consumer, they won't log in, they won't put in pins, they won't put in passwords, right. they won't create accounts. They won't They're looking down. for reasons not to do this. Absolutely, right? So you put any friction in front of that consumer who's, you know, rightfully so mentally checked out. They've got a lot of things going on. Um, and they said also they work off a of free Wi-Fi McDonald's off of their phone. And they said, right. do security in that environment. <laughs> and and I, I, I remember sitting back in my chair laughing, saying, okay, that can't be done. So you're a technologist? That's your background? No, I'm uh, kind of a jack of all trades. So when I was in the Air Force, uh, I was a finance officer, but uh, got wrapped into a lot of technology products. And when I transitioned, um, I was doing a lot of stuff for uh, for U.S. Northern command in NORAD. And our literally our goal was taking emerging tech out of the labs, the national labs, um, from any service and figuring out, does it apply to a real world need? And how do we expedite that process to get it done in six months, a year versus six, seven years, right? Because this is there was stuff in the labs that could save lives. And this is post 9-11. Um, and that's where I got hooked. I got kind of hooked in that environment. And then so then you got to see what could and couldn't be done and where you could remove friction if yeah. it was possible. Yeah, absolutely. And for a good purpose, mm-hmm. right? Because there was stuff literally sitting there that would save lives. And in the government, I, I it during this program, I, I kind of laughed. It was like kind of running a startup in in the government. Which right. I'm sure was a lot of fun. It was very painful. Because <laughs> they're fast moving. Yeah, you see this white hair? Yeah, that's right. I usually, I usually tell people it's because of my kids, but no, it's fine. <laughs> so now um, you have this idea and they and people are liking this one element of the idea more than the idea? Yes. Is that what happened? Yeah, absolutely. And, and then so now you have a way to kind of take a document and securely get it to where it needs to go. And then it kind of disappears, right? Like it's... Yeah, it's, it's a one it, one time use. One time use, and um, and it's not necessarily around the documents; it's really around the process. Mm-hmm. So our API. So we have a product that a lot of small uh, institutions are using. Like a lot of the independent community bankers of America banks are gobbling this up because they re- they really love the ability to be able to send a text or email um, and bring back a driver's license or bring back a, a tax return without imposing a login on that. That uh, end consumer. So the person could just take a photo of their driver's license yeah. and send it. Yeah. So literally, if we were doing a demo right now, I'd uh, go. I'd log into a third-party system that has our API built into it, and you would get a text message, and you could literally send back a picture of your driver's license. You could take a video of something. You could grab a five, six, seven, eight hundred megabyte document off of your Dropbox account and send it back. And the beauty of it is, when companies build our API into their system, just like FedEx tracks everything mm-hmm. we do too um and the beauty of it is when we deliver it back into the requesting system it's auto tagged so the system knows exactly what it is and where it needs to go so it can be placed right in your account just as if you had logged in and uploaded it yourself but at no point did you actually have to log into that system now it does it use blockchain we currently do not use blockchain um typically blockchain right now is for smaller items um, and there are some latency issues 
on reconciliation, etc. So we believe in the future that we will be allocating some effort towards blockchain, but not around the payload, but more around the transaction history. Mm-hmm. And then for you, um, your first success was in this community banking arena. Were they the first kind of adopters of this? Yeah, they were. Um, so it was these smaller community banks that had a problem, right? Because they're using things like secure email. Like I can tell you, I've never met anybody that said, thank you for sending me a security. Email, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, it's painful. It's, High fives. Uh, <laughs> I got another one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And um, so, but it served a purpose, but again, you're creating a login, a password or something you don't use on, on a daily basis. And that really became our, our mission was if as a, any company that is expecting a consumer to use something to do business with them that they don't use on a daily basis, right. literally a daily basis, then you re- need to rethink your strategy. So this really became our perspective of being able to remote point delivery and collect between two points securely and transport. And then the point you made earlier is that once we deliver, like FedEx, they deliver a package at your front door, they don't want the package anymore. Right. So once we confirm delivery, and there's a couple ways we do that um, to ensure it was delivered correctly, um, we actually overwrite and delete that payload out of our system. So there's no residual trail between the points. It's right. only in one location. And then this obviously has uh, use in lots of different industries. Once you've kind of cracked the code here, then like you said, there's a ton of different uh, industries and organizations that can benefit from it. Yeah. That. So for the, uh, for the other, if there's other startups listening, I know everyone always talks about the total addressable market or your TAM we literally cannot calculate the, the TAM globally for BotDoc. And the reason we can is we have clients who come to us. Once they understand what BotDoc, and really it's more than BotDoc, it's this movement now called secure digital transport, which is this concept that you don't have to have logins. You don't have to impose right. a I don't have to have an account. It's right. just a one-time thing. Yeah, you can transport now in and out of a system right. without anybody ever know, even right. having to touch that system. So this this movement now called secure digital transport um, is really all about that, right? It's it's that uh, um, it's that that piece that uh, that we're excited about. Now you're here from Colorado. Now in Colorado, this is this is an ongoing concern. You have clients. Everything's fine. You're growing there. And what brought you here to uh, Atlanta? So we actually, uh, funny enough, uh, so with our connection with the ICBA. We're growing across the country, and that's with our product. Um, with our API, we're actually growing across the country as well because we are – what we're seeing is we're seeing proliferation into into different areas. So, um, like, we're very laser-focused and financial, but we also have two major medical healthcare clients and large that are – one has already built BotDoc into their – uh, system mm-hmm. and one has already teed it up for one out of eight use cases that they're building in. So what we're seeing is we're seeing as people understand and educate themselves on what secure digital transport does is we're seeing proliferation into other, uh, and other once you get in one, then they, they talk. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then they're like, well, what was that? Right. <laughs> when, How come you don't have this problem anymore? Yeah, <laughs> I'm right. confused. Right. And a lot of companies don't realize that they have a transportation problem because no one's ever educated them on what transportation is. And I'll tell you, one of the most rewarding things is we'll get companies that come to us and say, they'll have aha moments and they'll say, I, 
I've had this problem for years and I never, I never associate it as a transportation problem because mm-hmm. typically it's, it's techno- the, the security side and the operation side battling. Right. right, security says, oh, and they have different objectives. Yeah, it's hey, it's right. got to be super secure, right? Hey, if we get a breach, I get fired, right? And operation says, hey, I get it, but at the end of the day, you make it any more secure, aka hard. No one can we, use yeah, it. That's right. No one can use it, and we're not going to have any customers right. to do we business with. We need to fly each person here individually to <laughs> hand right. over the right. document. Right, <laughs> that's a right. transportation solution that's too. Right. You that, know? Hey, that works. It might be a little bit more expensive than Botdoc, <laughs> right? But um, so. What we're seeing is we're seeing companies that once they realize what SDT, um, Secure Digital Transport, does, what's rewarding is that moment when they realize because their world, their it's a paradigm right, shift. Right. It's a mental shift. They have, they're connecting dots now that, oh, I see how this kind yeah. of works and this is going to be easier for everybody. That and then the bot, we call it the bot doc moment. Usually it's we, we go in and we educate and then we demo it. Demo takes like 60 seconds. And usually the person glazes over, they zone out, maybe their eyes are twitching back and forth because they're thinking about all the use cases now and over the years. They're like, oh my gosh, like this would have solved a lot of problems for us. So that for us is very rewarding, but this is where we see companies um, start to, uh, uh, one sees it, one experience it, and they said, oh my gosh, what is this? They want to, they want to research it. So why we're here uh, at uh, in Atlanta is um, numerous accelerators we've been through, a couple advisors we have, some board uh, observers on our company. They all have ties back to ATDC, mm-hmm. and so we've as we've continued to to connect the dots, we've continually tried to figure out okay. We need to get down here, understand um, all the good things that are going on here, and how we can play in this environment. Not just from our own perspective, but we also know we have a technology that can help a lot of companies out. Like the last um, accelerator we were in, there were two companies who actually built started to build Botdoc into their solution. So from a peer to peer standpoint, mm-hmm. so we realize that now that um, there's a piece of us that wants to give back too. Um, so we're hoping to to give and also. Um, you know, receive in this uh, relationship. Yeah, a lot of uh, financial and transactions happen here in Atlanta, and a lot of healthcare IT is developed here. So there's probably some relationships that can be made. That's right, and there's some good football around town <laughs> too. So if you're into that. There's That's a right. lot of that. <laughs> so now, um, for you, is it is it a challenge? You mentioned like kind of two groups within an organization that it can benefit that tend not to be best buddies in, yes. in real life. Is it difficult to kind of like, who's the first target for you? And then how do you get, the, man, make that's that a, that's the million, the billion dollar question. So it's actually three. There's the technical side because our solution as a, um, uh, as the API, once they incorporate it, we've actually kind of said, it's not a, it's not a technical solution. It's not a security solution. It's not an operational solution. It's really a business strategy. Because if we go into the technical side, what it does there, and this is feedback from our clients, on the technical side, they're saving infrastructure costs. They're reducing their infrastructure costs significantly by implementing this strategy because they're reducing their overall total number of logins. So that infrastructure cost is significantly less um, with BotDoc. Now, if we go over to the security side, if you reduce your total number of logins on your system, that reduces your attack surface area. And it segregates your software solution. 
So you're able to communicate in and out of your system without people actually coming into your system. Mm -hmm. Much more secure. Um, And it's all being done through ad hoc requests that disappear after they're used, right? So it becomes a very good security solution. But then we go over the operations side, and the operations side realizes that they're closing transactions faster. Regardless of the use case, they're closing transactions faster with less human touch points and a lot less friction with their consumer. So when you compile all that, and we really sat back, and Jonathan um, uh, this summer kind of wrote a white paper, and this was um, in um, collaboration with numerous CISOs from across the country um, that have worked with and working with BotDoc. And we really saw this as a great opportunity for the security community because the operation community loves it. And and a lot of the organizations where we come in on the operational side, they get excited and say, I cannot imagine my life working without BotDoc. Right. So they'll they'll throw it over the fence to security. They'll throw it over to the technical side. Once they realize the benefits, then it then it becomes a very a good solution moving forward. But a lot of times on the security side, they're a little bit hamstrung sometimes, right? So very skeptical. Um, and a lot of times when they bring a solution to the operations, operations is like, ugh, don't don't bring me any more stuff because it's right. just going to make our life worse. Right, they're not helping. Absolutely. So um, we saw this as an opportunity for the security community to actually bring a solution that was not just be secure. the hero. Yes, not, thank not be you. The villain. Yeah. <laughs> Say, hey, look, I have a secure solution that makes your life easier. And they're like, yeah, sure. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come, come back tomorrow and talk to me later. So really, this has kind of been our mission is to really, and it's not educating them on BotDoc. It's educating them on secure digital transport and what that can do for their business. So now that's the place you start? Is security and then go from there? It depends on our connections, right? So we still like to go into the operational side because they understand the pain, mm-hmm. right? The pain points, the operational inefficiencies, they see the customer's frustration. That's really the most powerful angle to go. But there's a very powerful angle within the the CISOs, within the CIOs, the security community um, to say, hey, look, as an overall business strategy, Here's a solution for the entire business. And there's a lot of CISOs right now, and there's a big movement apart that – because if you really sit back and look at this, we're fighting a battle. We're literally fighting a war, a cybersecurity war. Um, The U.S. government declared a battle space. That should tell everybody what's going on out there. So you – if we were fighting a battle in the military, your guy on the front line on the security side in in theater would be communicating with the president – and key advisors all the time wanting updates. So you have the CISOs who are fighting this battle, right? The chief information security officers. Um, and there's a play right now that the CISO should really be part of the board. It's the C-level execs, right? Because he kind of knows what's going on or he or she knows what's going on. Um, so we see this as a potential strategy as they try to lobby themselves to be more of an important role for the overall company to say, Hey, here I can bring a business solution to the table that really helps everybody out. So now what do you need more of right now? Uh, more exposure, right? Because this is a movement that's happening. It's starting um, secure digital transport is a real thing. And it's, it's the concept around frictionless, frictionless and no logins, Right and, and not imposing foreign things upon people, um, and it's companies realizing what it can do for them, small and large, 
and building this into their platforms. Because I'll be honest with you, there's a there's going to come a day when cybersecurity is going to be so important um, that this solution is going to be needed everywhere, right? Because the ability to transport between two points securely um, in an ad hoc environment where containers are created and, and disposed of and never used again, and there's no there's no residual trail along the way, is going to be something that's going to have to be a a, a standard, um, and that's what we're really pushing for. And then right now, uh, a win for you here in Atlanta would be to build more relationships with more of these kind of key constituents. Absolutely, right. We want startups. We think there's going to be some companies that actually build products and businesses around this technology, multi-million dollar businesses around our technology, and that's what, that we're excited about that. Right, and you don't care, right? We don't care. If somebody if somebody grabs on the bot doc, builds into their system, and uh, and creates a multi-million dollar business just around the fact they're using our technology, great. More power to you. We, that's what we want. And then if somebody wanted to learn more, uh, what's the website? Botdoc.io. So B-O-T-D-O-C.io. All right, Carl. Thank you for bringing you and your team here to Atlanta. And thanks for being part of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us on. This is great. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on ATDC Radio.